0: The Pat Kenny Show on News Talk with Matter Private Network. During current restrictions, don't ignore your health concerns. Our expert team is ready to help. Jess Kelly is also joining us. Uh, she is our technology correspondent. And Jess, you have a competitor. To the Apple iPad, what is it?
1: To my beloved Apple iPad, this is the Samsung Galaxy Tab 7 Plus. Um, And anybody who is a Samsung fan will be aware of the Samsung Tab devices. They've been floating around for many years now and are incredibly popular devices. Not massive here in Ireland, but in other parts of the world, they are quite popular. Uh, The Tab 7 When you take it out of the box, the first thing I was struck by is the size of it. It's a 12.4 inch screen. And so it's sort of similar enough to what you'd expect from maybe a laptop or a notebook um, size screen. The screen on it, though, is stunning. That's the one thing that I was blown away by uh, when I powered it on. The colours are so bright. Every single detail looks stunning. If you're watching something like Netflix or YouTube or whatever, um, everything just looks epic on it. And we've had a lot of emails and texts into this programme over the last few months of people looking for a device to, you know, watch Netflix on, have that um, companion device And this, for me, is almost like having an epic uh, TV setup, but just a smaller size, because the screen is amazing, but the sound quality, Pat, and I know you are very particular about your sound quality, the sound quality of this is awesome. It's incredibly loud, very, very crisp, um, and it just makes for a great viewing experience where the speakers are placed and so on. So from an entertainment point of view, I absolutely loved it. As you know, I bought an iPad a few months ago for productivity purposes, and I suppose that's where I was most keen to see the comparison between the Samsung tablet and then the Apple offering as well.
0: Now, in terms of price, uh, what's Mm. the difference in price?
1: It's pretty significant, and I have to say I was slightly disappointed when I saw the price myself. So the Galaxy Tab 7 Plus is €919. So almost a €1,000 for a tablet device. Um, I have the Apple iPad Air, which is, I think I paid €620 Euro for it. Um, you can buy the iPad Pro, which is in and around the same €900 Euro mark. However, as I've told you on the program before, if I was buying an iPad again tomorrow, I would just go for the iPad Apple Air, the, the, the newer version of it, because it is fantastic. It does pretty much everything you want to do. So what you're getting extra, I suppose, for the Samsung Tab 7 Plus versus the iPad Air, which is the one that I have. Um, so you're getting a bigger screen. As I said, this one has a 12.4 inch screen. It has 8 gigs of RAM. It has 250 gigs of storage. Brilliant cameras. Brilliant battery and it runs Android. However, it's actually the fact that it runs Android that I felt a little bit let down by. Because as we know, iPads have been around for yonks now. And there are many companies that make apps specifically for the iPad. They're optimized for the iPad OS. And it's just a joy to use from a productivity point of view and an entertainment point of view. I couldn't find enough apps that ticked the boxes for productivity on Android uh, that worked as well because you do get the S Pen, the stylus, you do get the, the, the stylus with the um, S7 Plus, but I couldn't find enough apps that I wanted to use with it. So, so I really enjoyed using this from an entertainment point of view, but it's a very, very expensive splurge for something to watch Netflix on.
0: Okay, so um, a mixed view there. Mm. Great machine, but maybe not uh, ideal for you and uh, maybe not ideal for your affordability. Okay, questions coming in. I bought a Samsung mobile phone yesterday at uh, 3. They were unable to transfer the stuff from my iPhone SE. They recommended a tech guy who I visited, but I'm nervous as he wanted my password for Gmail, password for Apple ID. Does he need all this? He said it was cost between 30 to 40 euro and he'd need two hours. I'm a little worried about doing this. What does Jess think?
1: I look the, the reason he needs the passwords is because um that's what's needed so the the Google password is needed to transfer for to the that's the Android phone and the Apple password is needed to get the stuff from the iPhone se so um that does sound legitimate to a point however I would encourage you to try and maybe do it yourself which may sound like a daunting thing but But when you turn on the new phone, it'll actually prompt you. Do you want to set this up as a new device or do you want to set it up as a copy from an old device or do you want to set it up as a backup? And if you hit that you want to set it up as a copy from an old device, it'll then give you a step-by-step, very easy to follow instruction on what to do. Um, And all you basically need to do is follow the steps on screen, keep the two phones close together on a Wi-Fi network and you can do it. It does take a bit of time, but I would highly encourage you to try and do it yourself first, um, because I would be a bit sceptical of giving anyone my passwords like that.
0: Next one. This notification occurs every other day. iMessage number and FaceTime have expired. Remove SIM and reinsert to keep using. I've removed the SIM, but this still recurs. Any advice would be appreciated.
1: That sounds like a pain in the face. What I'd recommend you do is just go into your settings on your device and turn off um, FaceTime and turn off iMessage. These are just Apple to Apple communicators, so it's not going to impact your ability to get text messages or anything like that. If you turn it off, anyone who tries to message you on iMessage, it'll just automatically be pushed into a text message. So you're not going to miss any communications. So just turn it off and uh, that should do the job.
0: Samsung launched the A52, the A52 5G and the A72 on March 17th. I wanted the A52, but they've withdrawn it from their website already. Is there any point in getting the A52 5G or should I get an A72? Do we even have 5G in Ireland? That's from Niall
1: we do have 5g in ireland it's only available in certain pockets of the country at the moment but the rollout and the extending of that network is continuing um i think that the a72 when i when i sat through the briefing It looked incredibly impressive, and it was. uh, It's it's the A range is sort of their entry level to high end smartphone, if you know what I mean. So you've got the A level, then you've got the S level, which is the ultimate high end. Um, It's a very impressive phone. They they use a lot of artificial intelligence in the background in terms of keeping the battery in good health, uh, improving your photographs, all that sort of jazz. So I would highly recommend the A seventy two if it does what you wanted to do. If you just need a basic phone, however, and you don't fancy spending the the extra bit of money on the a72 the a52 5g is great and by having the 5g you will actually be future-proofing yourself to a certain extent when 5g does become more widely available
0: Uh, this from nicola i'm thinking of splashing out on an apple macbook air for my birthday i'm a teacher and i need it for personal and school use just wondering can i use it with word documents and google drive stroke uh, docs without hassle spending that much money i don't want to regret it
1: you won't regret it. You absolutely won't regret it. You can use Google Drive, um, so you can go in through your web browser, or you can get some of the apps and um, the applications. If you have uh, the the only thing you need to be mindful of is that, say, if you already have a Windows computer and you have a key code for Microsoft Office, just check if it's compatible with both uh, Windows and Mac, um, because if not, you may have to get a new license or you can just use the, the versions that are available through Google Docs, which is what I do myself.
0: I bought Huawei 4Eye buds, but I can't find instructions either online or with the buds that I bought. Huawei site doesn't have any info on the 4Eyes, any help in using them. That's from William. Um,
1: Yeah, it's pretty. If if memory serves, these are the ones that we reviewed a few weeks back. as, as memory serves it's pretty straightforward in that there's a button on the outer casing that you press when you go to the bluetooth on your phone and that will cause it to pair with your device once it pairs with the device then you can pop the earbuds in and you can listen away if you put it into youtube youtube is always a fantastic place for how-to guides uh, but if you keep having trouble email patkenny at newstalk.com and i will email you over what to do
0: I was wondering if Jess has heard of anyone else having a reception problem uh, with the Samsung S25G. I got it through Vodafone last year. I've sent it back for repair four times. The SIM card is fine, as I've spent hours on the phone with Vodafone checking everything. The SIM works fine in my old S8. I could be in the middle of Dublin and it'll just drop the call or I lose all bars, even standing in the one spot. I don't know if it's related, but it has a terrible connection to my car system. It seems to struggle also moving from the home network to 4G. Again, my older S8 has no problem. It's practically new, sitting in its box, and Samsung won't exchange as they say it works perfectly. Any suggestions? asks Porik.
1: And this is an S20, is it? Uh,
0: Yeah, Yeah. S25G.
1: No, it's very interesting because the the S25G is the phone that I use as my personal device and I haven't experienced any of those issues. Um, So I don't know if it's the case that you just got a dud device, but if they have put it through its paces and checked... I genuinely don't know is the honest answer. Again, if you want to email us, um, I can get onto Samsung and get a bit more information if you put in the IMEI number um, and we can try and look into it a bit more. But unfortunately, I don't have an answer for you.
0: So many questions. Time maybe for one quick one. Looking for advice when buying a computer for an architecture student going into third year, must accommodate CAD, a computer-aided design. Currently have a Lenovo, but it's no longer up to scratch.
1: Yeah, I think for programmes like that, Again, it depends on the on the specific requirements, but I would look at something like the Microsoft Surface range. They are fantastic, very powerful. They have a good range in terms of price points, but the touchscreen and the compatibility with a pen as well seems to be very useful um to those on those type of programs. So that would be my starting point recommendation. Uh, check it out and see if it ticks the boxes for you.
0: All right, Jess, thank you very much for all of that. So many more questions to be answered, uh, but no time today.